are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked on Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Canvas D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you guys today. We are going to drop a couple announcements about the NCAA tournament. And then, you know, let's get into where Carolina sits among the top currently as it stands for college basketball. Where do we fit in the landscape after Wednesday's win against Wake Forest, how does Carolina stand and hold up against some of the best of the best? Can we actually compete come March and April? Will we have a leg to stand on? Can our guards build up enough on their resume to actually get into the tournament? <laughs> Those are real live questions we're going to answer on today's show. Now, let's jump right into it. Happy Thursday. Throwback Thursday, whatever Thursday you want to call it. I hope it's been good to you. I hope you are having a great start to your day. If you're ending your day, all that good stuff, I hope it's been swell. Now, I wanted to make a quick announcement about the NCAA. They announced the dates for the men's basketball NCAA tournament. The first four will begin on March 18th. The first round of the tournament will begin March 19th through 20th. Second round, March 21st through 22nd. The Sweet 16 will be the following weekend, March 27th, 28th. The Elite Eight, March 29th through 30th. Final by a following weekend again with the Final Four, April 3rd through 5th. So a little condensed, yet and still. It's enough time for, to me, what would seem as a little bubble-like atmosphere. I don't know how all the logistics will really work. Um, I understand how they're going to try, right? But how it all comes together and works with testing and what have you. Will you make kids get vaccine? I know when I was in school, getting the flu shot was highly recommended, especially because we were in winter sports. So I'm not sure how that all pans out, especially with this COVID vaccine and it's still being kind of wonky. We'll have to see. But what I do know is Carolina is sitting on the fence right now for me on getting into the term, not only getting into the tournament, but actually performing well. As it stands, Carolina is currently ranked eighth in the ACC, right? Not top five, not top two, and they not two. Carolina is eighth in the ACC. And we talk about the ACC one to be, being one of the most difficult conferences in college basketball. The Tubbies, they usually get about nine to ten teams in the NCAA tournament every year it's always a debate like you have to win the ACC tournament for some teams to get an opportunity to get out of that bubble or you're over here going and sitting pretty in the NIT right so ACC has always been one of the staple conferences when it comes to college basketball this year sans COVID sans pandemic it's a little rough right I think on any given night anybody is available to get beat in the ACC we've seen our blue buds Duke Carolina having down years for certain. We've seen teams like Pitt, Clemson, right? Florida State be, well, Florida State's obviously won ACC last year, but they're not, you know, the usual suspects when we talk about ACC dominance. And yet those are the kind of teams that are sitting pretty besides Clemson who struggled with Georgia Tech last night. But that's not a story for another day, right? All of that to say, Carolina is in the mix and they should be at the top if they want to have any type of chance in the NCAA tournament. Now, when you talk about current rankings, like the AP polls, right? 
we're going to talk about how there's only three ACC teams currently in the AP poll rankings. Okay. UVA is 13th. Virginia Tech is 16th. Because I knew you, I knew you knew UVA and Virginia Tech were just going to be the most dominant teams in the ACC this year. I just knew you knew that, right? You're smart. Clemson is 20th. They won't be 20th as of next week. Again, I told you they got their tail whoop last night from Georgia Tech. I was really pissed because I put money on Clemson. They let me down. But that's neither here nor there. I should have believed in Georgia Tech as they beat us this year. Should have given them more credit than I did. But alas, only three teams sit in the AP polls. Now, what is the realistic thought of Carolina making the tourney? Let's rehash the Wake Forest game. And I want you guys to decide. It's all about pinning these questions for you. I want to know your thoughts and feelings towards the fact that Carolina is on the fence and bubble. We're not ranked in any kind of top 25. We are currently fighting for 40% from field goal percentage on a night, right? We're currently just thankful that we saw Caleb Love hit 20 points last night. It's been first time ever a guard off season has hit 20. I still remember the times where we could barely get double digits, right? We have bigs who some nights will drop 18, some nights they'll drop two to three. Consistency has not been our friend. We have an ACC player of the year who has not put up ACC player of the year, preseason player of the year numbers. Yeah, let's, let's, let's have a real conversation about that. And I get there's more talent this year. There's more love to spread around. But when you lose your spot to a freshman, then we start having the real conversations of we're still trying to figure out who Carolina is and we're, we're about past that time, right? I do hope that Carolina gets to be in the top conversations come March and April, but we got to see some serious improvement from all sides. Now, again, I mentioned last night, Carolina won 80 to 73, beating Wake Forest. And a lot of people were finally feeling like Carolina was the team of old. Guards were starting to play good. The bigs were in a bit of a rhythm. Things were going our way. So it looked nice for once that Carolina was doing their thing. But is it going to be enough? Again, I ask. I don't know. I, I'm trying to be honest. I'm trying to be better about being honest and not just throwing wild accusations or wild takes out here. But I, I truly, truly don't know how Carolina is going to do on their road to the Final Four. And if they're driving there, let me tell you, they better hit up rockauto.com because with ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? And then you gotta wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Now, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low 
and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. You got to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. 2020 is thankfully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want more wins, listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. you got to subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get podcasts. Let's talk about Wednesday night's game. Carolina beating Wave 80-73. to This was the only time that UNC will face Wake Forest this season. Carolina gave it everything they had, as did Wake, but Wake came up short, as most ACC teams seem to do. It's truly neck and neck until it's not, right? It's all about who's willing to finish a game. When you look at team statistics, again, it was neck and neck when it came to, you know, rebounding. Wake had 36, Carolina had 38. When it was the first half, Carolina was only up or only had 17 rebounds and they were being out rebounded to wakes 20. It seemed they got shut down when it came to just driving to the basket and having second chance opportunities when they missed Carolina cannot buy a first basket. <laughs> if they tried shooting for three, we saw Andrew Playtech have a slow night. Leaky black had a slow night. Our wings weren't doing their part necessarily from a scoring standpoint, but from a de- defensive end, we certainly are glad that they knew how to shut down Davian Williamson and company. Mr. Musius was giving us the business. His name looks like Mucus, but we'll go with the name that was called out during the play-by-play that night, right? Carolina was actually making their free throws, but still only at 70% as Wig did 82 will be critical down the stretch when Carolina gets in these tight games, as it seems to be doing all season, executing free points. Hello, give me's. That will be something Carolina must continue to strive for. I will give credit to Carolina for their ability to steal and create turnovers. Wake Forest ended the night with 20, while Carolina ended with 12 turnovers. And when it came to steals, Carolina had 12 again, while Wake Forest had 5. It was amazing to see Carolina capitalize off those fast break points, gave energy, sparked some love off the bench. And we all know, once again, it's a new year. So not having fans, not having you know someone go crazy when Caleb Love steals and gives you a good dunk, it's different. But I really want our bench to get louder for these guys because they're going to need it. You got to hype guys like Caleb up because he feeds off energy and emotion. And if he's going to have multiple 20-point games, he's going to need all the help that he can get. So we certainly have to cater to that. But when it comes to where Carolina is as a whole, Right, I give an 80-point night one of the best scoring nights that we've had all season. They had a great night against Florida State as well. Well, when it comes to comparing how, let's say, the top five teams in the country are doing, I just wanted y'all to hear what's going on. If y'all are not avid college basketball fans, I'm just going to give you perspective, right? So points that we got our top five averaging. Gonzaga has 94. And to me, honestly, Gonzaga's just having a year. I don't know what they got going on in the water over there, but they are doing the damn thing. I'll give you $5 if you hit me up at Locked on Heels and you tell me where Gonzaga is because I guarantee you don't know. I'm not telling you on the podcast tonight, but I can promise you you're going to hit your Googles 
<laughs> and you're going to tell me where Gonzaga is, and I'll give you bonus points. I'll even let you be a guest on the show if you hit me up at Locked on Heels and tell me where Gonzaga resides. Do it. There we go. That's my quiz prize for the day. Gonzaga with 94 points. I almost lost my train of thought there. Baylor has 85 points. Okay. 85 points sitting pretty. Baylor again, another school having a great year, right? They're dominating the Big 12. They are just balling from every sense of the word. It's interesting to see when you have teams like a Baylor who have always have decent programs, but never dominating programs. And this just seems to be a different year for this school. Now, Villanova. 79 points they're averaging today at number three in the country. Villanova, we know full well. <laughs> we can all take a moment, think about Chris Jenkins and company. And yeah, I know where I was when Chris made that shot. And you all know the shot I'm talking about in 2016 to break our hearts. But yeah, we all we all knew where we were. We all knew the year that sparked the redemption season. It was one of the most heartbreaking seasons I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a better shot than the one Marcus Page actually completed. And I'll tell you why. I was in players, y'all know, for all our avid, you know, Carolina group players is a bar that every athlete has gone to at least once or twice or 20 times in their life, right? We were in players. We had pizza because we were prepared to storm Franklin. We sat in there all night. We were there, what, four hours early before the game. We were there to we were preparing ourselves for championship game. We were gonna storm the court. I mean, excuse me, storm Franklin Street. It was gonna be so much fun. We were right there, all that good stuff, right? The game is intense. Marcus Page shoots the shot of his life to tie the game. But there's four seconds left. And Isaiah Hicks, hand down, man down, did the best he could. But that was just one of those shots where it, it's it's apropos of what the NCAA tournament is, right? It's just everything all-encompassing of why you watch March Madness. She was a shot. Chris Jenkins, forever, you know, cemented in history. His half-brother or real brother, Nate Britt, was on the other side of that, right? And it just... Hate Villanova to this day, but alas, here we are, right? So they're sitting at number three with averaging 79 points, which to me says they have great defense. Iowa, who we again know all too well, has been averaging 92 points. And, I, you know, we always give a lot of credit to Luca Garza, but Wies Camp and some of their shooters are no freaking joke, right? They are dominating the Big Ten. Yes, they've had some close games, but it ain't been – I just, I would hate to have to play them again. Let me just say that. Now, when you think about Texas sitting at number five, averaging 75, 76 points, excuse me, they too, great defensive team. Also, we know them all too well. We almost beat Texas. Okay, let's talk about it. I would have felt better if we had beat them. I'm like, okay, we've beat the number five team. But then knowing that we got smacked by the number four team, I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay, okay, okay. Give that, give my, giving Carolina a little bit of confidence. But when I think about, could we take a Villanova? Yes. If we played a strong defensive game, if Leaky Black had one of the most best defensive nights of his life, I think we could take Villanova. But Baylor, mm, it might be tough. We would have to have another Caleb 20-point night with RJ and company. And Andrew Playtech would have to give us at least five, ten, right? Gonzaga, I'm not sure we're at Gonzaga level yet. Okay, we're not at Gonzaga level yet. I do think we're getting there, but we are certainly not at Gonzaga level yet. But that keeps it in perspective. 
right? It keeps everything humble, keeps everything at bay. We have something to strive for and get to. We can't just go out to the gym and be like, yes, we are supposed to be XYZ team if we're not there. So when I, I say if everything were to go better, if we were to win out the ACC, which I don't know that we're going to do because ACC is just tough, I do believe that we could stand a chance at being the number four team in the country. That's that's my hottest take for the day. All things would have to go correctly. <laughs> Everyone would have to find their rhythm, right? Rhythm, rhyme, all that good time. We would find it and we would be excelling. Okay, so there you go. Carolina will finish the season at number four. Based on what I've seen, based on what I feel like our potential is, when I mix that all in a nice little NCAA pot, I'm giving us a final four finish. Okay. If I don't hold myself to that, y'all can always hit me up at Locked on Heels at Candace Cooper. We can talk about it further, but I'm giving Carolina a top four finish based on what we've seen so far in the season compared to our top five currently in our AP polls. There, whoop, <laughs> there it is. Now, if you're going to bet on whether or not I'm correct, right? If you're going to put who uh, had the odds of making it to the NCAA tournament, who had the odds of making it to the Final Four, who has the odds of being in the championship game. I promise you the only place you can go that has you covered, the one place I trust, got to be betonline.ag. If you sign up today, let me tell you, you get a free account. If you sign up for a free account, yep, you get promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus because you are all in on this action. You use that promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. I got my locks in for tonight. Mama needs a new purse. We need to pay some loans. You know, we need to do what we got to do. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you come back tomorrow as we'll have a crossover episode with Locked On Wolfpack as we prepare for our second matchup of the season when it comes to Carolina basketball. It's an exciting time because, you know, the first time they whipped up on us, but now we got to come back and see what we can do. So host Kenton Gibbs will join me for a crossover episode. It should be a great time. We'll rehash what happened in the past. We'll talk about what's going to go down on Saturday. It'll be great. I'll have a recap show for you Saturday, some thoughts, some instant reactions to the game. More importantly, as we keep rolling in this ACC schedule, we got to figure out just where we're going to be. So make sure you guys tune into that on tomorrow. Now, let's talk about Saturday's matchup a little bit, right? NC State versus UNC at 2 o'clock for ESPN. 60% chance for UNC to win right now. Feeling good about that. I'm feeling great. I'm going to bet online at betonline.ag. I'm going to get my prediction sure. I'm going to bet the over because I think it's going to be a shooting. They're going to shoot each other out the gym. I just I feel that energy right now. Okay. NC State has already had, though, five games canceled or postponed this season. They haven't played in the last two games. So their first matchup since that tail whooping they got from Florida State will be against us. So they have had two games postponed, and yet here we are back again with our friends. State beat the Heels in the two's last meeting, 79-76. Despite the score, Carolina was getting their tail whooped for a good old minute. 
They just happened to come back in that game. But it was tales all this time that we've been trying to tell the heels for forever and then some. You can't get yourself in a hole and think you're always going to be able to come out of it. There are good teams, there are good players, Shaquille Moore, Cam Hayes, that are not going to allow you to do that, okay? <laughs> off the strength of ego, off the strength of Devin Daniels, 21 points. You're not going to be able to get back into games when you dig yourself too deep. So we can't play them games come Saturday. But I want to know from y'all, like, how much does not playing consistently throw off a team's rhythm? Because we talk about rhythm, right? We talk about energy, and I'm so glad that Caleb and RJ, I pick on the guards a lot, have been able to play through that. They haven't had too many, you know, bumps in the road where they had, they couldn't have in-game action, right? They've gotten taken out of some starting lineups and put back in, learning their way, earning their minutes, earning their starting spots. All of that stuff happens consistently as you go on the roll. So to have a team like NC State be two games out, Right, They haven't played since getting their butt whooped. I wonder how they're feeling. Is it going to be like a Florida State who hadn't played five games? They came back in ready and hungry and dropped 105 on the Wolfpack. I'm a little nervous about that. I don't want NC State to come in and be like, man, we're so eager to get some shots off and to get our rhythm in. We're going to take out all our frustration on the heels. Because if they get shooting happy, Carolina still struggles to defend the three it would make for a long night for the Tar Heels, or day rather, since the game is at 2 p.m. But when it's all said and done, beating Carolina on a down year really means what for Coach Keats and company. If you do it twice, though, that means something, something. I got to give you that. Beating you once at home where you're just hooping, Carolina's still figuring out their way, I'm going to back off, right? Beating us twice, I give a little credit. I give a little credit. Right. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna step down a little bit and say, Carolina, let's reevaluate that's that top four finish I'm trying to give y'all at the end of the season. I'm hoping Carolina has started to figure it out that 20 points that Caleb Love put up last night, Armando Baycott having 18. I just hope that this is where we're starting to see Carolina consistently. RJ Davis with his 16 points, Garrison Brooks with his double digit points. I hope I can just expect that from now on. But I'm not going to hold my breath because I know my Tar Heels. One minute they love me and they do right by me. And they have me telling y'all how great they are finishing top four in the country when it comes all said and done. And then other nights they play my face. They have me betting the overs and the unders when I should be betting the unders and the all that, you know, that just they made me look bad. So I'm going to get my full predictions tomorrow at our crossover episode. But I want you guys to know at the end of the day, we're riding for these heels. We feel like we're in a good spot. We hope we continue this good pace. I'm looking forward to the positive comments I'm going to make come Saturday. But come back tomorrow and hear our predictions, our three keys to victory, all that good stuff. So look forward to sharing that with you guys. All the time I have for today. Make sure you guys come back tomorrow. I love talking to you, my friends. Okay, we always got to support these heels. Want to hit me up at Locked on Heels, at Candace D. Cooper. We're going to talk Tar Heels like we do all the time. I am so excited to talk to you guys tomorrow. I can't even wait. I'm already ready to go, period. It's Friday, feeling good. We're going to have a great day. It's going to be a great weekend. Got to tap things off, uh, seal things off with a good old Carolina win. And we're just going to have fun with it, right? Because at the end of the day, that's all we can do. We're going to try and enjoy and celebrate these young players playing in a pandemic for us, giving the people what they want, right? <laughs> All that good stuff. I hope you guys have a safe, safe night. You wear your mask. You protect yourselves out here in these streets. And as always, you know how we end it. Go Heels. 
You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.